Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting, go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another segment, another edition of Chasing the Tide, uh, your saltwater connection on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dustin. Everybody, hello, hello. <laughs> if uh, you haven't watched the show before, you know, now you know who I am. There you, there you go. Uh, yeah, we got a got a good show tonight. Um, just want to kind of reflect on the past couple of weeks, you know, since since we recorded the last segment, uh, you know, the just finished up October. We're in the first part of November and the, the redfish have just been really stacked up lately down here. Uh, we've had a lot of a lot of fish moving, um, bunching up uh, some really good fish lately. And, uh, you know, I'm just I just love this time of year. Uh, we got a couple more frontal systems pushing through. Uh, the trout are starting to transition into their, their winter patterns and everything. And uh, just real excited to see, see some bigger fish around also on, on the, on the speckled trout side of things. So yeah, it's been a, been a fun past few weeks getting on the water. Uh, we've had some pretty good weather. Uh, it's cooled down a little bit. So, uh, you know, it's not as hard to stay on the water all day, but yeah, enough of all that, you know, hope everybody had a chance to get on the water too uh, since the last show, but we're going to get this show kicked off. Um, we got a uh, guy from the Northeast tonight. We're going to bring him on. Uh, I'm excited to get this kicked off and talk talk to Corey here. We're going to bring Corey on. What's going on, man? There he is. Dustin. Hey, hey. How's it going? 
Oh, it's going, man. It's going. Yeah. Getting getting rolling here. We're gonna get things going, man. I don't want to butcher your last name. <laughs> Pelletier. Pelletier. Or, uh, as the French call it, Pelletier. Pelletier, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Pelletier. Yeah. Corey Pelletier, man. Well, welcome to Chasing the Tide, brother. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Won't you uh give her give give a quick introduction? Um, you know, tell everybody, uh, you know, where you're from, give a little backstory on how you got into fishing and then, uh, what eventually led you into that plastic boat. Yeah, sure. Well, thanks for having me on. It's like to be here. It's like to chat, uh, chat about fishing up here in the Northeast. Um, yeah, Corey Pelletier, I, uh, fished for three bells outfitters fishing team. Um, you know, started, started fishing as a little kid and, uh, always loved fishing in the salt water so uh you know as i got older uh started surf casting you know trying to trying to catch those big big saltwater species striped bass bluefish from the surf and then uh that's kind of what led me to the kayak you know i always kind of messed around with the kayak as a kid you know freshwater fishing and you know like i said i started surf casting and uh started getting into some striped bass some bigger striped bass and uh, you know, I, I wanted to kind of venture out from being, uh, you know, locked on the shoreline and, and be able to uh, roam around on the coast. And uh, so that's that's really what got me to buy my first fishing kayak, you know, got into a Hobie back in, uh, was it 2015? And it all started from there big time. Yeah. Haven't looked back since, huh? No, no. <laughs> It's like an addiction, man. It's just so oh, and it only gets stronger. It only gets stronger. <laughs> I feel like every year, it's just uh, even more of a drive to get out there and be on the water as much as I can. Yeah, it's like, especially with everything that's been going on the past few years, you know that that water time is is my escape. You know, absolutely, absolutely. get away from the grind of work and you know. Just clear your head, you know, kind of like a decompression time. It, it's a big part in 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 uh like clearing the head, you know. Yeah, that's been a constant. That's, yep, that's been a constant through everything. You know, you always know you can get out on the water, and it's kind of a little. It's a little reassuring. Yeah, and then what's what's really cool about the kayak is that you can get on the water, and usually get away from the boats because mm -hmm. you can access areas that that not all boats can get into as a striped bass yeah. fisherman i know that more than everyone <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah so yeah you um said you've been with uh three bells for uh six years now huh six years y'all i think i'm the six only one years. uh only one left on the team that has you know been on that long been on since the get-go right yeah um well, yeah you know having uh i announced it on uh you know ig and facebook and everything but yeah i was a uh, i'm recently added recent recent addition to the uh three bills national team myself so uh stoked to be your teammate man um you know yes, that's sir. a big congrats deal. On, congrats on, on that, that national a, team thank you yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a good deal to get on there and you know try to mm -hmm. grow the brand and everything um you know i I hope I'm not the, the odd one out. I'm the only one outside of the Northeast. So no, man, uh, you're you're a fishy guy. That's that's what we're made up of, you know. Oh yeah, a bunch of bunch For of guys sure. who love to fish and you know live and breathe it. And uh, I think you'll fit right in. Yeah, we got a good good group of guys on the team. 
Um, and then they just announced um, an addition of uh, a regional team also mm-hmm. and added uh, another six anglers um, that, that's going to take the Northeast by storm up there. It looks like oh, uh, yeah. looks that's like a, that's a solid, solid lineup, man. Yeah, uh, that was a big change for this year. Adding, yes. uh, I is the biggest the team's been. Uh, you know, we've got the national team and the regional team and, uh, yeah, solid group of anglers. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how things, uh, pan out because I'm pretty optimistic about it. Yeah. I think, um, if, if anybody hasn't been, uh, or hasn't heard of three bells, go give them, check them out. Three bells outfitters.com. Um, you know, they're one of the largest, uh, kayak and outdoors, uh, dealers in the Northeast there. Um, you know, Hobie, uh, feel free. Jackson, they're a new Jackson dealer. Also got to plug that. Um, you know, if you're up in that area, if you listen to chasing the tide up that way, uh, you know, I've had some, uh, some feedback from Jersey and some areas around there. So yeah, if y'all are listening in, uh, you know, go see them. I know there's a, uh, uh, delivery. Oh yeah. They service for, uh, over. for, for kayaks. It's all over uh, the northeast, pretty all much. All over the northeast, um, I think 250 or 300 mile radius, I believe. Something, Something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure yeah. exactly. And it's yeah. definitely uh, cheaper range, than, but... than the freight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> costs uh, um, from the regular uh, less than truckload uh, suppliers right now. Um, but yeah, yeah. Go give them a look. Uh, plenty of uh, gear. Um, and kayaks, everything you could need uh, to rig and outfit your boat is there. Yeah, so, Three Bells is, I mean, it's its all kayaks. That's it, you know. Yeah. You go there and, you know, few few brands to choose from, and, and they, they usually have what you're looking for, uh, plus all the accessories and stuff. So specialty shop, and, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth a look for, uh, for any kayaking needs. Cool deal, man. Um, what kicked off that relationship? Um, yeah, good question. So yeah. kind of continuing my story from before, you know, uh, where I wanted to really dive into the salt water, you know, get onto the, get into a plastic boat. I went to Three Bells, uh, you know, kind of looked up. Uh, I knew I was interested in the Hobie at the time. Um, and I knew they were a Hobie dealer. Uh, they used to be exclusively Hobie uh, and since have picked up some different brands, like you said, Jackson, uh, Bonafide, stuff like that. But uh, so back in, yeah, 2015, went over to Three Bells, got my first kayak and started fishing hard. Um, And so then I kind of befriended some of the people on the team, hanging out in the shop and uh, realized I fit in quite well with them guys. So uh, that was that was kind of the start of it, and uh, this, you know, 2016 they put out applications for their their team, which was a little bit different than it is now. Uh, it's come a long way, but you know, I hopped on back then in in 2016, and like you said, it's just it's all started there. <laughs> all started there, man. Yeah, yeah it was a small team. Small team then. It was uh, I think only a few, four or five, four or five guys. Yeah. So cool deal, man. And then you, you've grown up there and never left that area. Yeah. So I'm from, I'm from Eastern Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, in three bells, three bells is in Niantic, Connecticut, which is the, uh, 
Connecticut shoreline of Long Island Sound. So, uh, yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. country up there, actually. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, really nice waters. I mean, that's where I do a lot of my fishing, Long Island Sound, even in uh, a lot in Rhode Island, too. Yeah. So I work I work in Rhode Island, live in Connecticut, um, bouncing around that whole area, you know, spend a lot of time down at the shore. So. Man, awesome. And then that's the thing, you're – you work on the water you're around the water you're you're actually a, a, a fisheries biologist which is yes. which i find pretty yes. intriguing too um yeah. being that uh you know not only do you like to go and catch the fish but you research and and do all kinds of other stuff does does that in turn um aid how you break down areas and the, the fish the behavior and stuff do you kind of break it down into that also it's a funny question you ask that because I, I always wonder myself what people think. You know, uh, people people hear, oh, you're a biologist. You know, oh, you must be a you know really good fisherman. And uh, yeah, I would say there's some components of it that that help. Uh, but I I'd almost say it's just as much the other way around. You know, I, I, being a fisherman helps me be a better biologist too. There you go. You yeah. know, like so, I mean, there's, there's absolutely things that, uh, that, you know, I learned through, through my work, uh, in conservation and like fish in fisheries management that helped me on the water. And I would say that's those primary things are, you know, learning to read the water, Yes. Uh, you know, flow, uh, contours, depth, stuff like that. But I mean, I don't think, uh, it's not what people expect. You know, I used to, right. I managed the bass program, uh, freshwater bass program for state of Rhode Island for a few years. And I wasn't a better bass fisherman, so, <laughs> I don't, but, but again, I mean, there's things that, that, that do uh, transfer over that yeah. help you as a fisherman for sure. I can see like learning the, um, especially in the Northeast, uh, you know, you get a little more of extreme weather, um, is the uh migratory patterns of certain fish probably can look into some of research and studies of them and kind of figure out you know hey when the, when those striped bass are going to be here when they're going to be there um when those fluke are around when when the uh you know the bluefish are running or or you know speckled trout you know it's y'all don't get a y'all get more weak fish up there I weak mean. fish yeah yeah. Yep. yeah very similar though very similar and uh i think the the northern range of the speckled trout is probably Virginia, maybe right around there. Um, yeah, I mean, the, in, in terms of the migratory fish, I mean, uh, you know, we do a lot with we get um, <clears throat> diadromous diadromous runs of you know her, river herring and shad. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm in tune with you know once the river herring start running up into the freshwater systems and you know the bass are, the bass are right ballistic. behind them you know They're going ballistic <laughs> yeah that's you know that's always that exciting time of year you know everything starts to come alive uh, water temperatures are warming up you know them the migratory fish are uh moving up working their way up the coast so yeah it's uh i definitely have the benefit of being in tune with that type of stuff that's cool and it seems like uh you know, I was wanting to touch on the, the diversity of the fishery up there as far as, you know, the saltwater um, targeted species. Uh, I mean, you name it, it's pretty much up there. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm in all sorts of seasons. You know, uh, I mean, some of my, you know, 
almost big striped bass guy. Yes. Uh, you know, fun catching bluefish. Uh, but I also love targeting uh, summer flounder fluke. You know, similar to what you guys get down get down there in Texas. But uh, oh, that's one of my favorite things to do in the yeah. middle of summertime. Uh, you know, sea bass, black the little black sea bass. Yeah. Yep. Sheep, oh, yeah. Do y'all have sheep set up? North? No, we don't get those as far north. That's a little, I think Virginia might, and maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that further. sounds about right. Yeah, they're a, they're a subtropical. Tog, y'all have tog up there? Yeah, a lot of tog. Yeah, th this is the time right now. Ooh, uh, yeah. You know, weather's getting cold, but if you're willing to rough it out, you know, you go out and get some good tog. I've just been seeing some reports of Rhode Island. They, about a couple of 20 pounders this past weekend. Oh man, yeah, I'm always going to catch one of those. Maybe I'll get yeah. my shot. I mean, it might not be the time of year if I plan on coming out. Um, coming out next year, uh, the, the uh, Three Bells has a, a tournament, the, the trifecta. It's a striped bass, bluefish, and fluke. summer flounder fluke yep. tournament. There's an yep. aggregate of three, and then they give awards for the biggest of each category also. And it's yep, like a full-on tournament. You just fish for, like, freaking 30 hours straight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's our that's our uh, our home tournament, you know. Uh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a great, it's a, it's been a great tournament. It's grown, grown a ton in past years. Uh, that started, I think, uh, I think the year I joined the team was the second year that they ran that tournament and it went from 30, 30 anglers back then on. Yeah. And now we've got well over a hundred anglers. Uh, it's pretty much uh, one of the biggest saltwater kayak tournaments in the Northeast now. Yes. Um, a lot of a lot of the tournaments, saltwater tournaments up here, have kind of stopped, and uh, so yeah, we're kind of holding down the biggest now, and uh, it's a blast though. It's a perfect. It's a it's the best time of summer to catch those species. I mean, we have some monster striped bass around at that time. Oh yeah, big, talking big forty food. inch class. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, there's always a high. I like. It usually takes 45 plus inch striped bass to take that category and oftentimes the trifecta. So, man, yeah, no, it's a good, you gotta, you gotta be up here for that tournament this oh, year. Oh, I'm definitely, uh, hauling the, uh, the, the Jackson up there, <laughs> bring him old rods and everything. Right. I right. definitely want to, uh, want to, want to come in clutch on that and catch some striper. Uh, Some killer is, killer prizes too. I mean, yeah. for the tournament, it's always a it's always a brand new Hobie for the uh, the grand prize, which is the trifecta. Yeah, and that's your that's the uh, biggest total length of one of each of the three species. Yeah, so if you get um, a slam, which is one of one striper, one bluefish, one fluke, and the aggregate total, that's your trifecta champion, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're pretty much getting a three thousand dollar prize something like that you know uh plus tons of other good 
good stuff, rods, reels. Yeah, there's a lot of Real. good prizes and get get some food and uh oh yeah good times, some adult beverages and all That's that. That's right, sure. yeah. Uh oh. some champagne getting popped and spray. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, we fish hard though. Game. We fish hard. Yeah. I mean, we a lot of guys fish all night, all night long. Oh yeah. I'll be one of them. Yeah. That's right. I'll be grinding it out till the last minute, trying to figure it out. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm I, like to, I need a little tidbits here and there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you out. We'll I'll be pop licking. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, man. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So um, the experience in that tournament, um, that area, that fishery, um, you have a chance to catch all three of those fish in a pretty tight area or you have to move around and launch in different spots or, or do you, are you able to target those three species right there? Like pretty close. No, to you, yeah. You could catch, uh, you could launch at one spot, catch all those species, one really? area. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty change, cool. change the depth, the uh, depth of water you're fishing, yeah. you know, figure out what they're doing. Uh, I mean, striped bass, uh, I, lo I like fishing for striped bass at night. Mostly. I mean, that's yeah. when the, that's when the big girls come in shallow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you catch them all day long. You know, fish some top water. Yeah. Uh, catch striped bass, blues the same way. You know. Then yeah, you just the blue drop fish them. are. Man, we used oh, to catch savage, them in southeast yeah. Georgia. Yeah, yeah. And they they just wreck your your tackle. Oh, they do. Wreck yeah. your plugs, wreck your lures. Yeah. Uh, you know, I throw a lot of top water down here, and I really enjoy the you know the redfish and the and speckled trout. Um, and then we'll get a uh, small Spanish mackerel in the base systems every now and then. Oh, no way. Tide push. And you talk about blowing up on the top water, man. That's pretty cool <laughs> to see them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but awesome. yeah, I, I, I'm a top water fiend. I'll throw it all day and not even skip a beat. You know, oh, I caught some fish on that today. Yeah. I caught some on a one knocker. I went bass fishing today. Actually, I, I think I've since. April. This is only my third time targeting bass. You're talking large, large, <laughs> yeah, large, large mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah I've, I've been getting out again. You know, we got tournament season about to start back up in January. I'm gonna try to try to switch gears a little bit and fish a few more bass events. Um, you know, yeah, we got some yeah. great trails over here in Texas. You know, to take advantage of, and then I'm gonna travel a little bit and uh, hit a, hit there a few go, uh, yeah. national. Uh, tournaments and and see what i can do <laughs> yeah what's the I mean, what's the deal with the 10 pounders down in texas are they uh they hard oh, yeah. to come by or uh yeah they're i always hear texas as the, the yeah, we, we, the got, giant some we got some toads we have yeah. some toads for sure i called a 1092 last april wow um, wow I've never I've, even seen a bass that big. I've had some, you know, some seven, eight, plenty of seven and eight pounders and some fish that I know what size they were. <laughs> I'm about, I'm about an hour and 25 minutes from Choke Canyon, which is, which has come back like really well in the last, you know, three to four years. It, it was, we had a big drought and it affected the fishery a little bit there. Um, you know, but was, what was cool about that place is when the water was super low, the boats couldn't launch at the boat ramps. Ah, 
so the kayaks could drive down and launch. You could like drive down the bo big boat ramp and then drive on the the dirt, the bank, and then get out to the water. But the boats couldn't launch because of the you know it just. That's awesome. Yeah, so you had it all to yourself. You had a lot of that area to yourself, and I actually caught some really good fish in there then. But the past few years, it's, it's turned on a little bit more. Um, you know, water looks real good. A lot of vegetation. Uh, the levels have been good. It's been fishing real well. But, yeah, well, we, if, uh, I, if I get down to Texas, that's what I want to do. I want to come do some bass fishing down there. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to up some large mouth down in texas so. we got a, we got plenty of lakes that uh you'll have a shot at catching some good fish i got a, i got a a little little lake you can go to about an hour and 10 minutes away it's not big it's pretty small and it's not well known i'm not even gonna say the name of it but <laughs> no spot burning though <laughs> but you'll uh I want to say I've caught like seven fish out of there, 24 inch plus in the last two wow. years. Wow. That sounds like a honey hole. Then. It's a good honey hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there, there's a lot of good lakes. There's there's lakes you can go get numbers, and then there's lakes mm -hmm. that are just known for bigger fish, you know. Got a wow, lot. That's awesome. And then, you know, and then I'm 30 minutes from the from the salt water. Lavaca Bay. <laughs> and when I work, yeah, when I work, I can I can be fishing in five minutes when I get off work. So oh, that's work, prime. Work that is early. prime. Yeah, I can I can be catching redfish in like five minutes. Wow. Be launched and done. Yeah. I'll I'm Pretty fairly cool. fortunate of that. I'm you know I'm only four half hour, 40 minutes away from the salt water. Salt water, yeah. I live on a freshwater lake. We got trophy pike in this in the lake I live on. Nice, some nice large mouth. So. Yeah, you, you, you don't want a good me. area. We we are more saltwater based on chasing the tide, but man, y'all y'all have some great uh, freshwater fishery up there too. With the absolutely, uh, yeah, trout yep. and you know pike and everything else in between. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got uh. You know the uh, the fish and wildlife agencies up here put a lot into uh, stocking uh, trout in the freshwaters, you know streams, lakes, ponds. Yeah. Um, you know the bass do pretty well up here. They don't grow quite like they do down in Texas. But yeah, they're they're growing. Everything's bigger in Texas. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, we got a killer uh, killer northern pike program here in uh, Connecticut. Um, like I said, I lived on a I live on a trophy pike lake and. I mean, they get uh, talking thirty inch you know, pike. Oh yeah, thirty inch, like no all day, and then uh, you know you get some fifteen. I've never caught a twenty pounder, but they're up here, they're in the waters here. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, they're 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 a fun time. So I know a big push here. Um, we have a lot of uh, kayak guys that fish, but they've been converting over. To using the kayak for waterfowl hunting. Ah, yep, yep. And it's it's making a pretty good push because you can sure get back in the marsh where you need to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially for the divers and stuff we get over here. We get a lot of uh lot of, uh teal right now. Um yeah, yep. Bitch okay. and some canvas back, reneck, uh the uh 
ruddy, ruddy ducks, little yeah, divers, yeah. a lot yep. of divers, okay. spoonbills, redheads. Um, you guys got a diverse, uh, diverse list a, of species there. Yeah, we got a diverse. They they come through. We get some pintails through every now and then. You know, nice. cinnamon teal, gadwalls. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I haven't even seen half those species up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's crazy, man. We can get yeah. some buffelhead. I mean, you'll mm -hmm. see them every now yeah. and then. Wood ducks. I saw wood ducks today on the lake I fished today. I fished the okay. Fayette Reservoir. It's a cool and uh, cooling lake uh, for a power plant. Uh, there's a couple within like four. There's Lake Bastrop and then Fayette within about 30, 35 minutes of each other. Mm -hmm. and they're both about an hour and 15 minutes from me. So, you know, you get some, a lot of submergent vegetation in those warmer lakes like that. So you have a lot of waterfowl in there. Uh, it's, can't hunt them, but it's pretty cool to see all of them. It's like, gosh, dang, man, why? It's, you know, especially late, you know, later in the year after the season's over, you know, like January, February, some of them birds are still around and their plumage is just so perfect. You're like, wow, that one will look great on the wall right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, man, oh, can't get that one <laughs> yeah i know it's like no, yeah i throw my jerk bait at it <laughs> Oops, yeah, I've, I've, I've been getting into uh getting into some waterfowl hunting from the kayak and uh man what a what an awesome platform to get out there and you know i have a lot of buddies who waterfowl hunt and a lot of people still you know use a, a kayak just to kind of get out to the spots because you're hunting a lot of marshes, shallow yes. water and stuff. Um, and from what I understand, I mean, the, the kayak's always been used just as a, a piece of transfer transportation, you know, yeah. uh, to, to where you're going fishing. But I started using mine a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, I just got into waterfowl hunting a few years ago and uh, had the camo kayak and was like, oh, I'm going to go, uh, go start you know, shooting some ducks off the kayak and in the, I mean, my kayak, I'm a, like I said, I'm a Hobie guy and I love how comfortable the Hobies are. And so I started just sitting in my kayak, you know, I'll throw some burlap or, uh, you know, camouflage myself, Yeah. maybe, maybe pull it up on the shoreline a little bit. So it's, uh, you know, so it's real stable and you could stand up if you, if you want to, but man, that, I mean, that you're just sitting in the seat, kicking back, some ducks come by, you don't even have to stand up, you know? Right, and, uh, right. It's been, uh, I've just loved hunting out of my kayak. Uh, it's been such a good platform for it. And like, you know, everybody, all my buddies would look at me funny. Like, what, what are you sitting in your kayak for? Aren't you going to get it, get out or something? <laughs> and uh, I'm just kicking, kicking back and uh, back. <laughs> killing it, you know, done, done pretty well on the kayak. And, uh, you know, having the camo kayak and then throwing a little bit of burlap over top of yep. over top of your legs or something and over the over your drive and stuff. Uh, it works great. And uh, I, definitely a underutilized market. I mean, you, you don't. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's I'm just starting to hear, too, you know, the, the yeah. actually Freebelt just got in some of the the uh, well, the yak the blind right? yak gear covering blind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on one of those. Um, cause that's, yeah, that's the hardest part. It's just kind of covering up the, the little bits that might catch a bird's eye and stuff. Yeah, something that might but, reflect or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've, I've goose hunted off mine, duck hunted and it's been, oh, it's, it's great. It's so comfortable. Got my, uh, Yeti full of coffee right in the, oh, yeah. right in the cup holder, you know? <laughs> 
uh, and you got everything on the kayak. You don't have to offload a bunch of bunch of stuff. You kind of go out, pedal around, set your decoys, and yeah. go back in, pull it up on the shore maybe a little bit. I mean, here's actually back in the reeds. Uh, gun holders that fit in your track yeah. track mounted accessories that that are yep. that are, are to hold your shotgun yeah yeah that, that's pretty cool it. too there's everything every, yeah you everything can now. everything you can imagine for a kayak yeah. is, is out there pretty much or or is on the way out you know that's the cool thing that over the years that we we've seen that that uh, advancement in in accessories that that make mm-hmm. fishing hunting everything out of that kayak easier for for the for the person no. Yeah, yeah. It's I always thought my setup. Yeah. I always thought my setup setup was kind of cool. With I just got a one of the Yak Attack uh, paddle holders, the roller mm-hmm. ones, and then I I put the barrel of my shotgun in that, and then I have a my Yeti full of coffee in the cup holder, and the the handle of the shotgun just wraps. It fits perfectly right around that, and it sort of locks it in next to my seat. Oh, cool! It's, it just fits down in there. Golden. Yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that's underutilized. I'm, I, it is catching on over here. Um, we got a couple of guys that that offer guide services that do like you know fishing trips and stuff. But they're they're starting to do some of the the waterfowl hunts and stuff too as guided trips, and they're doing pretty good. I know they just some guys got on the water this weekend and had a, a pretty good weekend. <laughs> it's like man, they had nice. some pretty they had some pretty birds and. Uh, Oh, you know, is it, it's in season down there now? Yeah, it's in season right now. Oh, yeah, cool. we just started our second. We had an early till season in September when it's still hot, but um, that second half just kicked off this this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's uh, always fun to go get some and then, you know, clean them up, you know, yep. strip them breast out and, you know, wrap them in bacon with a little bit of a little oh. jalapeno inside of them, Ooh. put them on that smoker. Get, do a little barbecue on there <laughs> you know Good cut stuff. a little pouch out in that in that breast and you stuff it with some boudin see i don't know if y'all had y'all had boudin y'all don't get boudin no there. no man that's how we're gonna have, to, gonna have to bring something up there we're gonna have to do something yeah i'm not here. a i'm not a fancy chef i just Slap some steak seasoning on uh, the breast and throw it on the grill and uh, call it a day. <laughs> yeah, I like, those it, are good I, I like it like that. Yeah, we do them. We are, we'll chicken fry them. You know, we'll do. Okay, a, yeah, a, yeah. You know, just a seasoned flour and and pan fry them. And then the okay. drippings, I'll make a gravy with uh, caramelized onions and jalapenos in the gravy. Oh, damn! Is top notch man but, <laughs> but the, the, the duck wraps are where it's at you take a breast and you cut in like three strips and then you take a jalapeno cut it in like four pieces and you put the breast in the jalapeno and wrap it in bacon and then like all you got to do is like brush it with italian dressing and throw some steak seasoning on it while you're grilling it on the Jeez. grill i gotta step my game up <laughs> dude the, the duck and dove wraps that's 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 all we do over here and i do a sweet oh. and sour one too it's a it's a it's a jalapeno with a pineapple with the duck breast wrapped in bacon, and you put sweet and sour sauce on it. Jeez, that one's that yeah. sounds that sounds that, that one's off, wow. off, the, off the chain right there. That's that one's yeah. good too. But yeah, I gotta man, step that, up my game with the duck. We're coming into duck season uh, end of the month now, so I think uh, November twenty fifth it starts somewhere around yeah. there. So that's our we had our uh, one week early season in uh, October. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, our late season will start. Y'all just a little bit behind us. 
Yeah, okay, okay. Y'all, do y'all have sea ducks up there also? We do, yeah. I've never targeted those myself, but um, we got them, though. Scoters, yeah, they, eiders. Yeah, the eiders. Like and all that. They look yeah. funny with that little droopy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah. I don't know. Hey, yeah. yeah, they're kind of crazy looking. They got some cool colors on them with some cool plumage. Pretty yeah, cool. no, I've seen them, but I've yeah. never uh, never been out there targeting them. So For sure. Man, you got me. Oh, man, talking about food. <laughs> I'm talking about right? some, uh, you know, listening to the uh, announcements the other day for the for the regional team. You know, they had uh, Lauren on. Uh, Lauren is the from uh, Three Bells on the Jigs and Bigs podcast. I, I've been recently started listening to them dudes. Uh, you got Sean the Fisherman <laughs> and yep. freaking – uh, Bobby's rope, Bobby, Bobby Rose, both Bobby, Bobby Rose, Rose beat. Beat. Bobby Rose beat. dude. <laughs> yeah. Them guys cracked me up, man. I, yeah, I, have good, all, I need a soundboard like them. I need all them, I need all them sound effects, dude. They're cracking me up, man. If y'all, <laughs> y'all had listened, there's another podcast I'm gonna throw y'all's way. Y'all go listen to Jigs and Bigs, man. Them guys are freaking crazy. Yeah, they're good dudes. Uh, yeah. Sean, Sean, Sean from Jigs and Bigs is uh now on our regional team. He's now team, on the so regional team. Yep, that's pretty exciting. Sure, yeah. deal. Sure is. I know they were talking about um, Bucky's, which is one of our. It's, it's a Texas-based convenience store. It's more like huh. a damn, damn Walmart. You know, the big ones have like 125, 150 gas pumps. Really? And you go I inside. Never even heard of that. Never there's even like. That. All right. Yeah, I'm sending y'all some stuff. I'm sending it to to Please Sean. We'll send some to Three Bells, but they got these things called Beaver Nuggets. It's like a. Bucky, it's a buck tooth <laughs> beaver, is what it is. They're what? beaver nuggets. They're like some puffed caramel puffs, like corn puffs, but caramel coated. They got salted caramel. Man, they got all kinds of flavors. They have everything you could imagine in that store. They finally branched out of Texas. There's one in. There's a couple in Florida now. There's one in Alabama, like on the way to Gulf Shores. Uh, they're they're branching out. What you and, say it's uh, a bu- Bucky's? Bucky's, B C E apostrophe S. Bucky's. Okay, okay. It's like yeah. a it's like a Wawa on steroids, like ten times. Ah, okay, okay. I can I can relate now. I can. Relate. Yeah, I, yeah. I, know I like Wawa. the Wawas too. I like those yeah, too. Yeah. But we got Cumbies up here. That's that's Cumbie, all we got. <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, Bucky's. Uh, Bucky's people try okay, to okay. People try to copy. Yeah. But it ain't nothing. In Florida, they try to do uh, something called a busy bee. And they try to do all their little same kind of stuff, but yeah, it don't got nothing on the Bucky's. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. You got tacos, you got pulled pork, you got chopped brisket sandwiches, you got every. I mean, all everything the you can imagine. Bucky's got everything. Yeah. yeah, all at the Bucky's. Yeah, I see. Oh, I'd, be, get, I'd be getting fat. I'd be getting fat. Oh, yeah. I and mean, that's a combi <laughs> stop of, after you get off the water. Yep. Before you get on the water or something. Yep. Jerky, like, oh man. man. Yeah, you can spend an hour in there just looking at stuff, and then some of them even have like fishing gear and camping gear and all that kind of stuff. And then they got like stuff for the wife to go look at. Like my wife will be in there looking at all the little decorations and stuff, and it's just like, oh man, just never heard anything like that. Hurting my pocket, hurt my wallet, hurt my pocket. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hey, yeah. How about a Bucky's? How about a? You know, we need a. Bucky sponsorship for the a little Bucky sponsorship, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> or like doubt, some Bucky's man. up in the Northeast. It sounds like a good yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna send y'all a little goodie bag, a little treat sack. Yeah. See, see what y'all, y'all. Make sure you crack, put my name on that on too. This. Oh yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna move along a little bit here. Yeah. I usually do a segment called Pick Three. Is what it is. Is I ask a, uh, uh, give you a specific fish that you'd be targeting, and then I ask you for three setups. You, you got three setups you're going to take with you. Yeah. What are they and what's going to be tied on them? And the, and the species is striper. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I'd say my number one go-to is a uh, St. Croix Mojo inshore seven and a half foot, seven and a half foot's my sweet spot for the kayak. Yeah. Uh, most, most all my rods are seven and a half foot on the yak. Um, but yeah, the Mojo Inshore. Uh, what is? It? I wrote it down. Uh, medium, medium, heavy, fast action. Uh, with a paired with a Stratic Shimano Stratic five thousand. That's like, you know, that's my uh, my golden setup right there. That's what I catch all most of my stripe big stripe bass on. Yeah, 40, 40 pounders. Handle them on that setup. Uh, yeah, that's my absolutely my go-to for you know all around. I would say. Um, and then this year I started throwing uh, the uh, Daiwa Proteus seven and a half foot again. Um, it's the uh, was it medium he- uh, medium heavy fast action casting rod. Yeah. So I got that paired with uh, Lexa uh, Lexa WN three hundred. Oh, cool, dude. Um, I've never been much of a, you know, a, a bait caster guy, but I've uh, been getting into it in the past couple of years. Yeah. Throwing like big soft plastics yes. and stuff like that. Big and hoagies. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah hoagies. And we got uh, gravity tackles up here. Zinger baits. Those have been uh, big for me the past couple of years. Um, and so that one, uh, that one really impressed me this year. I was yeah. using that a lot catching pulled in some big fish on that and it handled them like a, a champ and then i've got this one rod that i don't usually it's a it's a lighter lighter tackle setup mm-hmm. but it's the uh g loomis e6x uh i got it in the medium uh extra fast yeah. action and that's got a uh shimano stratic uh the ci4 3000 on it 3000 yeah in that rod, I'll throw that for you know when I'm going for schoolie stripers, you know, earlier in the year, something like that. Um, but that rod is probably one of my favorite to fish because I'll, I'll use that from everything for, for largemouth bass, yeah, to pike, to striped bass. Uh, I've caught 20 pound carp on that rod, and it, you look at it, it looks like a little uh, bass rod, but it's got some yeah. uh, backbone to it. And it's just it's light. It's fun to fish. Um, so yeah, I'd say that yeah, those are my three those are uh, three go to three go tos. I love I love all those rods. I'd, I'd buy more of them. I gotta buy more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we got a local company here, Waterloo. They're a supporter of the podcast, and they're you know a sponsor of mine. Um, and the rods that I catch, you know, the slot redfish on, they're yep. You know, they're they're medium, 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 medium light. You know, okay. fast yeah. and extra fast, um, six, nine, seven foot. I yeah. mean, you, you see some of these rods and I've caught, you know, 36 to 45 inch redfish on these rods on mm-hmm. crankbaits and topwaters on, you know, 
15 pound break with 15 pound fluorocarbon leader yeah that's awesome you know? like, nice light tackle yeah it's super fun yeah. i mean and you but the the backbone the, the way these blanks are made is, is just insane that the backbone on them is 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 what saves you you know yeah uh, huh. when you come up i'll have to check them out i've never for, uh, for flounder you're so sensitive for flounder oh yeah okay, okay. yeah and i run Daiwa. i just recently got put on Daiwa about two months ago nice um, nice so I run their uh, coastal SBTWs, yep, and I've been yep. using the uh, Tatula uh, CTs for my bass setups. Yeah, I got a I got a setup Tatula setup rod and uh, baitcaster for freshwater. Yeah, I like good it. Stuff. I like it a lot. Super, I like super it a lot. smooth. They cast a mile. Yeah. Um, they've been they've been I've been real pleased with them. You know, it's been a good deal. So yeah, yeah, it's nice having light light setups for. Uh, you know, you're chucking top water all yes. day or something yep. like that. You're Fatigue. with a heavy no setup, <laughs> that arm gets tired. You know, I mean, up here for uh, if it's light out, I'm 90% of the time I'm probably throwing top water for stripers. Yeah. You know, and bait, you know, seven to nine inch, you know, hard plastic baits. They're like spooks. Oh, wow. And uh, spooks. oh, yep. man, you're. Your your arms are burning for a couple yeah. hours. Yeah. So yeah. A, lot, a, a lighter setup's nice. Nice do you, do y'all you, you troll any? A little bit, yeah, yeah. Some lip 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 baits and stuff. Some of the bigger, uh, you know. Yeah, we'll throw some big metal lips, something like yeah. that. If there's bunker around, uh, I'll troll for with uh, with uh, live eels. Sometimes that's deadly, deadly for strike. Oh yeah. yeah. If yeah. you if you're gonna go out there and you never targeted them before, you throw on a live eel Take and troll eels. it. That's why those huggies <laughs> work so good because they look like oh, a eel. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny you said because uh the past year or two i've re this year plat big big soft plastics like hoagies have i, I just really caught on to them and uh, i've always i've always fished them but i've never had a it's really started to click yeah. this year i caught almost all my big fish on artificial on these big soft plastics and uh it's it's a it's a finesse to it, you know. You kind of figure out what they want, but man, right. it, it clicked this year, and you know I caught some big bass on these, uh, you know, 13, 14 inch soft plastics. Yeah, and it is fun. It is you're not going, you're not dealing with a bunch of live bait, eels that are hard to uh, get on the yep. hook, you know. Well, you just get versed with them artificials because the trifecta is artificial only too. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what, yeah, what's cool new. about those big plastics and big glide, even glide baits? I've mm -hmm. transitioned a lot of those lures to speckled trout fishing. Okay. For the bigger, yeah. for the trophy size speckled trout, I've I've used a lot of the new, um, like the bigger glide and the bigger weight glides, mm -hmm. and then like magnum flukes. Um, some of the uh, seven-inch uh, paddle tails, like the line-through big swim yeah, baits okay. that we use for okay. bass. I've like jointed. Are you using jointed? Yeah, or some of those jointed. Yeah, hard bodies and some of yeah. the line-through plastic. Uh, MC okay. Swimmer makes a really good one, seven inches long. Um, uh, they got okay. some good colors that transition well to salt water, and and I've done really good in, in jerk baits, jerk baits, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. uh, Vision One Tens. Um, Got a guy in Florida that paints some custom ones, does really well. Jeff Brown uh, paints some great baits, um, and they've been working like magic, <laughs> especially this yeah. time of year. When it, that transition time, they're 
they're staging on off of the you know deeper shell and stuff right now and just when you find them like that that suspended twitch bait works so good <laughs> is that what you're mostly throwing for those fish down are you throwing all artificial i throw all artificial all yeah. the time all the time mostly jerk baits or you switch uh jerk jerk bait soft plastic a lot of spooks yeah. um yeah yeah sometimes a little popping rattle pork with a shrimp imitation uh okay that company grande that i'm with uh makes a really cool uh kicking shrimp it's got a little twin paddle tails that kind of just moves i'll just throw that on a light jig head too sometimes when i'm chasing mm -hmm. the redfish that are schooling up and pushing bait down the shorelines and everything so you know there, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff you know the same way like the striper you have you can use a lot of different techniques um you know to chase these redfish and trout i catch them on chatter baits you know my <laughs> yeah. strike mates uh a great chatter bait with without a skirt it's just the ice strike jig head in the and the z-man blade i mean and okay you put, yeah put your soft plastic on there and i'm i'd be willing to bet that that would work well on the striper up there without in the like some of the deeper channel edges and stuff oh uh, the, sure the yeah soft plastic, the five alt size with the look with the half ounce head and about a six inch paddle tail would probably do some damage <laughs> yeah, I always, I always wonder that, you know, uh, you got some spinner baits or something like that, because that imitates all, you know, all sorts of bait fish. And, yeah, uh, it's kind of unheard of in, in the in the salt water. But uh, yeah, I, I use them. Imagine I use it the, would work, you know. The flashy swimmers, the mm -hmm. owner beast, flashy swimmers, eight alt and ten alt. Yeah, and seven yep. inch paddle tail. <laughs> uh, oh, that would be definitely be a killer. Up yep. There. I think Absolutely. I think the striker would hammer those pretty Absolutely. good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything up here, you throw on a half ounce jig head with a paddle tail. Oh, crush crush stripers yeah. all day long with the with that. I'll be looking that's, forward to that's that. That's the go to. That's the go to. <laughs> January, late January next year. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be on. It will be on, man. Dude, I'm looking forward to that. This, this whole yeah. deal, man, with the, you know, looking forward to traveling some next year. Yeah. Kind of open it back up a little bit more, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Hopefully, uh, yeah, everything keeps opening up. COVID starts to teeter away. Take a back seat. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it about time. Man. This year wasn't as bad as, as last year. Last year yeah. when it hit 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 pretty hard, a little harder. But yeah, like hopefully said, like we said though, I mean fishing fishing has been a been a little bit of a getaway yeah, from that. Yeah. You know, it's a, a constant, you know, you could always go fishing. You don't have to be near anybody on the water. Get, yep. get away from everyone. Social that's what I like. That's what I like about scene. it. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> For sure, man. Well, dude, well, yeah. we gonna try to wrap things up now. Um, yes, sir. But yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, Chatting it was a blast. You. Blast yeah. chatting with you, and uh, yeah, again, welcome to the team. And I'm, I'm looking yeah, appreciate forward to it. it. Yeah, it's uh, shaping up. Big things going on. I mean, Lauren and, uh, and Derek, Derek and them over at the shop. They are. I mean, they're working. They're working hard. They're working on bringing in new brands. They're yeah. working on different programs. I mean, uh, you know, they're, they'll be starting a plan for the trifecta this year. Uh, they're and they just they hook it up. I mean, for customers, I got like that's the place to go. They've uh, they've been so supportive of me 
uh, since they've came on and, and yeah. took over the management of the shop. I mean, anything they, you know, whatever you ask, they'll they're on their toes, hook man. it up, you know? Yeah. yeah, they are. They are. So, uh, you know, yeah. If, you, if anybody's looking to get into the kayak market or, uh, if you're up in the Northeast and get some work done in your kayak or just looking for some parts, you know, hit up three bells. They're, they're willing to work. They got everything. And, uh, Good, yeah. good people. Good people, so, and uh, yeah. some affordable financing too. If you don't have all that's that, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they just started you can doing go that and uh, finance that kayak. You know, make the payments if you don't want yep. to fork yep. over all that money all at one time. Yeah. Definitely a good thing there too. Whatever it takes what, to get in. Yeah, whatever it takes to get in, get your foot in the door. Yeah. Take advantage of it for sure. Well, you know, um. I'm going to give you the mic right now. You know, shout out to everybody. Uh, you know, throw some uh, – if you got anybody you want to thank or, or sponsor, support, and all that, go ahead, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, just three bells. And, uh, you know, Hobie – I've been on the Hobie team for, you know, five years now. And uh, they're, they're my go-to. I've I've never – I've always had a Hobie, and I don't think I'll I'll switch. So, uh, I mean, they, they hook us up, and uh, they're – Definitely glad to be part of their team. And um, yeah, those are my two main supporters right there Three Bells and, and Hobie. There you go. So uh, proud to proud to represent them and uh, recommend them to anybody. Cool deal, man. Well, I look forward to uh, to making it over there and meeting yeah, everybody me in person. Me you know, uh, you yep. can come hang out and, uh, and catch some fish. I think that's yeah, we'll get you on the water up here in the Northeast. Try to try to get you on a thirty pound striped bass. That'll, oh, that'd be, that'll, that'll that'd, change you. That'd be insane. That'll change you. That would be insane <laughs> if that will happen. But yeah, man. Uh, everybody, got the pop up down there. Go follow Corey on Instagram. Uh, it's right there. You can check it out. See Pelletier one. Thank and you. Thank you. Underscore. See underscore Pelletier. See underscore. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, y'all go check him out. Uh, you know, follow him, follow his content, go check him out, uh, go check out Three Bells and check out what all they have to offer, everything. And, uh, you know, once again, I'd like to thank uh, all the listeners out there for listening to this segment on Pal and Finn and uh, show supporters, uh, Truchador and Co. and Waterloo Rod Company, then all our uh, podcast sponsors. We really appreciate everybody. Uh, 153 Baits, uh, Yak Gadget, Pelican, um, Man, I'll probably – I need to make a list. There you go. Stumble yeah. on the word. And that's what it is. Uh, you all heard it in the intro in the beginning. <laughs> it's all good. But, yeah. Hey, uh, but, yeah, we couldn't do this without the listeners, without everybody listening, and then without the guests coming on here and uh, sharing their uh, story. So, big thanks to everybody, and we'll catch you all next time on Chasing the Tide. Out.